0: Thank you. And welcome to Share Truth by Scripture. I'm Jordan Shambly, joined by Hannah Harrison as my co-host today. (laughs) And we have a special guest in the studio with us today. Laura Story is here, and you might know her um, as the writer of such songs as... um, my disgrace. My disgrace. they so meaningful. Yeah. You can't even remember no, the things.
1: <laughs> They're so meaningful to no, him. <laughs> no,
0: the thing is, I don't know the titles, but I know I the know, songs. I so so I'm to look just down. giving you a hard what time. What was the title of that I'm song? I'm just giving you a yeah. hard time. He's fibbing. No, he doesn't so know. He doesn't but listen. But we music. have to continue. <laughs> <laughs> But we're so, we are so excited to have her in studio we're got, with us we're today. So glad to be here. Absolutely, and you you just finished um actually giving us a little um a little concert just a little I while did. ago. I did. Yeah. Got to
1: uh, you know the staff here has has just. Mm. What you guys do means so much. Like I think about it, the books that you put out, the videos, the radio station, all of it uh, is just amazing. So it really is a treat to be here, and yeah. even just to do it, a small little devotional where I get to say thanks to your staff.
0: Well, we really appreciated we it. Did, we loved yes. it so, so much. It, it, it was it was it was cool, like because you, normally when I hear that on uh, on the radio or at church or whatever, like it's it's one thing to sing it, but to sing it with the person who wrote it, you I know, know. It, it's That's such a, a it's a, a deeper experience. Oh, I feel amazing, like. <laughs>
1: indescribable.
2: And uh-huh my uh-huh. ensemble at church for years no way. and i was like this is so
1: cool <laughs> <laughs> man i tell you it's neat as a songwriter mm-hmm. yeah i grew up in church mm-hmm. and i remember i mean how i know what i know about god i feel mm-hmm. like it was those younger years mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the music that i was singing in my church those resources were really playing into like my theological foundation wow. so the fact that mm-hmm. i have written a few songs that like the people are singing as kids Uh in church. It just, it's so humbling and and just such an honor.
0: Yeah. It's really awesome. So let's talk about that a little bit. How how did you start writing? And, as As writers ourselves, I mean we can t- we talk about sometimes like starting as kids, you know writing little stories or whatever. Uh-huh. Was that the case for you? Did you start pretty no, young
1: no i I took piano lessons as a kid, oh, okay. but really, I think I probably wrote some like dinky songs when i oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like when I was in high, maybe junior high high school right. n- I don't remember any of them, but i never for some reason, I never. Thought mm. that I could do that like f- for a living, right. that I could mm-hmm. be like the Amy Grant or the Stephen Kirsch Kersh- Chapman, and not that I that I am. You know, mm-hmm. those guys have had just enormous uh, careers and impact. And but just the fact that I get to in a small way be part of that, mm-hmm. uh, it really was it was a shock to me. Mm-hmm. So I, I was uh, when I was ten years old started playing string bass, and I was in yeah. an orchestra oh, and true. did that for years and years. And when I was in college, my freshman year, there was a band that was playing some coffee shops mm-hmm. and they asked, they, they, their bass player, uh, <laughs> so their bass player was older and he was married. He was the only guy in the band that was right. married. <laughs> and so... Like uh, every now and then his wife would say, oh, I'd really like for you to be <laughs> home this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Which, at the time we were college right, kids. We're yeah. like, Oh you know, we'll we'll go wherever, whatever and and so started subbing mm-hmm. for him and ended up joining the band and we were we were like a Cademan's Call cover band. Oh if, yeah. If you remember if you remember the band yeah, Cademan's sure, Call. Yeah. <laughs> and just really that's how I began mm-hmm. to uh this was the first time I'd ever led worship. That's how I got mm-hmm. involved, you know, in contemporary worship and began to write songs for that. So that was kind of how I got started.
2: Cool. And yeah. speaking of worship, you are a worship leader, correct? I am. Yeah,
1: yes, I, I lead worship at a church called Perimeter Church in Atlanta, no and I've been yeah. there for about fifteen years, and I just love it. Yeah, That's absolutely awesome. love it, and uh, they've they've been. Such a good church. From me. I mean, they're they're a fantastic church anyway. But just them allowing me to to be out and doing things for you know the kind of universal mm-hmm. church as well right. mm-hmm. has been a treat.
2: And speaking of which, I've read a little bit of your book so far, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about next segment. Yeah, but I read that you didn't intend on coming to Atlanta. Is that the, or no, staying long time? So kind of did how not. did that process happen? How did you end up in Atlanta?
1: Yeah, so we're uh, my husband and I are both from South Carolina and. Hmm. He was thinking about graduate schools, and so we had looked at Savannah College of Art and Design Mm. because he was thinking about doing graphic design, and we were planning on moving Mm. to Savannah. So much so that we were packing our boxes, and they said Savannah (laughs) on (laughs) them. (laughs) And then, and even at the time, I'm not quite sure. Mm. We were young and naive, and. You know, if someone asked me, they said, now, what were you going to do in Savannah? Hmm. I was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, get a job at Cracker Barrel. Who right, what exactly. I would have done? Yeah, yeah. I done something. But we ended up getting a call from a friend of mine, uh, actually a friend of my husband's, mm. who had uh, who worked at Perimeter Church. Mm. And he said, hey, I know you guys are planning on going to Savannah, but just like a few months ago, they opened this campus mm-hmm. for SCAD right here in Atlanta, in downtown Atlanta. And our church is looking for a worship leader. And I had never, I had led worship some for mm-hmm. a few things mm-hmm. that if you had been there in attendance, you may uh, question whether or not that's what I was actually <laughs> actually <laughs> doing. Uh, but so all that to say, I, right. I thought, Oh, you're talking about me, like right. I might be a worship leader at your <laughs> church. So I kind of I met with mm. them and kind of fumbled through the interview. And at this point in time I had written the song Indescribable uh-huh. right. and mm. so I think that people assumed, well, she must be this really great worship leader. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought, well, I do own a guitar and <laughs> right, I yeah. I know a few chords <laughs> and I wrote a couple worship songs. So <laughs> that's kind of how we ended up there uh-huh. so a lot in a lot of ways uh perimeter They they grew me as Mm. a worship leader, as a worship songwriter, and um, yeah, very thankful. They've definitely been Mm. they've definitely made more of an investment in me (laughs) than I I have in them. Yeah,
0: Um, awesome. Now there's something writers uh, will talk a lot about like inspiration. Um, You know, people will ask sometimes like where did that article come from that Mm -hmm. one of us wrote, or and and to be honest, like the. The best things that I uh, that I find when I when I read them, the best things seem to be from very personal experiences. Yes. And um, from what you've told us um, in uh, in the little concert you gave us, that's very much the case for you. Like these yes. songs come from uh, very uh, poignant uh, parts of your life. You know mm-hmm. where God. Um, it revealed something to you so uh, let's take um indescribable like what was the story behind that song
1: yeah i was driving through the mountains of Asheville, north carolina mm-hmm. and i remember it was just this unbelievably beautiful day oh, yeah. and it was uh and i i grew up about an hour from there and mm-hmm. so i had driven through there many times but there's something about that day that i just i was reminded of where where david you know says in the psalms that the heavens are declaring wow. the glory mm-hmm. of god mm-hmm and i'm looking at you know the sun setting and the leaves changing and it just was this glorious day and at the (laughs) here's the funny part so at the time my radio was broken okay so and it had and i was so cheap that i mean it it had been broken for months and so i was very used to just if i wanted to hear music in my car it was going to be me singing (laughs) the music in the car and i remember just Mm. being so Mm. just awestruck and going to sing and literally nothing came out mm-hmm. like i literally i could not i could not even form words that would do justice mm-hmm. to the praise that my creator uh, deserved and that right. was that was when the idea of mm-hmm. he truly is an indescribable god mm-hmm. yeah
0: Wow, that's, that's awesome. really, really great. That yeah. is awesome.
2: Yeah. And also, in the other little snippet you gave us in the concert, you ta- you sang one of your new songs on that EP. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, so what kind of inspired that? It's very powerful. Mm-hmm. And you can give us some of the lyrics from the chorus if you would like. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Y'all are so nice. <laughs> so the song is called I Give Up. The book's called I Give Up. Mm-hmm. The Bible is called I Give Up. The is called I Give Up. So this whole thing is this theme mm-hmm. of me coming to a place of saying I no longer can control my life mm. I no longer want to control my life and people joke with me you know it's, it's my four younger kids that have brought me to a place <laughs> of saying I give up <laughs> <laughs> which well, there's a lot of truth yeah, in that I was, like, about the it doesn't <laughs> sound
0: inaccurate <My> <laughs> <life>. <laughs> yeah
1: but it's also coming to a place mm. of making uh, just a realistic assessment of you know that Praise God, I don't have to be in control of my yeah. life. Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful that, that there is a God who, uh, you know, the thing with indescribable. Mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. in that moment, looking at creation, seeing the God who orchestrates the rising and the setting of the mm-hmm. sun each day. Right. The God who created every leaf differently. Uh, why would I doubt his ability to manage every single detail of my life. Mm-hmm. Why would I doubt His ability to work all things together for mm-hmm. my good? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and the reason I doubt it is sometimes I'm just in a in a season where I don't understand it, mm-hmm. and my default is to grip the things around me more mm-hmm. tightly. When really, what the scriptures teach is my default needs to be letting go. Mm-hmm. And so the song, the the chorus is that it's when I give up, that's when I gain, mm-hmm. and when wow. I let when I let go. Of trying to have my own way when I learn to see that surrender is just a brand new start Mm -hmm. to know the fullness of my Father's heart. Mm. And to know how we can know God and His love and His provision and His grace. Is when we come to a place of stop trying to do it all on our own and just mm. learning to trust Him. Mm. And mm. you had
2: several situations in your life too where you had to just trust the Lord with those mm-hmm. situations, like with your husband, for yes. instance.
1: So, or very early on in our marriage, it was in the first two years of our marriage. Martin was diagnosed with a brain mm. tumor, mm. and that's been a big part of our story because mm-hmm. Martin, um, you know, he went and had brain surgery, but he has um, he has some disabilities resulting from that, from the surgery and from the tumor, and he lives with a vision deficit mm-hmm. and a memory deficit, yeah. and it just makes life a, a challenge. It makes it's a challenge logistically. Um, memory deficit. Living with someone with a memory deficit yeah. is very interesting, <laughs> <laughs> but mm-hmm. also it's been a challenge spiritually mm-hmm. uh, to understand why would a a loving and perfect God allow brokenness to remain in the lives of His children. And so we're still learning a lot about that, but ultimately, just because he isn't working out things in the way that we thought he should, doesn't mean that he's not at work mm. in good ways. Okay.
0: Mm. Yeah, and, I, and that that kind of surrender too. Uh, you, f- I, th- I feel like that's just the Christian life.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. um, absolutely. In, in so many
0: ways, even from the beginning. Um, I'm just thinking about how I came to the Lord. Um, I had been raised in a good Christian home. I was a good Christian mm-hmm. church. Uh, wasn't Christian, but I was a good church-going boy, and yeah. you know all this stuff and. All those things would pile up to be equal self-righteousness but
1: isn't that when true? yeah
0: when i was rev- when god revealed to me the truth of the cross and like what mm-hmm. that meant
1: mm-hmm.
0: um yeah it was a giving up not as you said before in the in the concert not just a throwing it out and, uh, up in the air and just like yeah. as if it's all you over. know yeah i don't have to think about it anymore. But, there, but there's a giving over of yourself yes and it's it's very much a surrender in that sense um but we're gonna talk more about all of your testimony in the upcoming segment we're going to mm-hmm. talk about um the book you've you've written um and the um the powerful testimony the lord's given you through all of the difficulties in your life the theme of surrender mm-hmm. I, um i'm looking forward to that and I hope you are too so stay with us to the next segment uh and share truth apply scripture